<clears throat> All right, so I guess we've started now. Yeah, great beginning, guys. <clears throat> Somebody could, you know, say something. Hey, uh, Ben. Uh, hey, Ben. Oh, I, I don't, shit. God. Hey, Kevin. Hey, hey, ben. hey Ben. Hey, Jace. I heard a. Hmm? Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Kevin? Oh, I was just. You, you were asking. Hey, Kevin. You wanted some Advil? Yeah, what's up, man? Huh? Because. Yeah, well, Jace was saying before the hurt. podcast. What? Huh? What? I was saying. Do you sorry, want I'm s- not trying to talk. Oh, sorry. I keep no, talking over people. Okay, no, it's okay. I was just saying, do you perhaps want some Advil? Hey, Kevin. Oh, shit. Sorry. What were you saying, Jace? Well,. <sighs> What were you gonna say? <laughs> you were gonna Real say, quick, well, I'm gonna, I had a crazy Uber driver the other day. I'm gonna <laughs> after <laughs> save that because save we want to get back. That to sounds it. like a good story. Yeah, save you that. Know what? Write that down. Mm-hmm. Okay, write hold that on. down. Let me find my legal pad. Mm-hmm. You were gonna say something though earlier. Yeah, I was gonna like, say. Well, I'll write it down on my Lenovo ThinkPad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. Oh, I, I have a pen for you. By no, the way. and I'll get that pen afterwards, and we'll get to that Uber story. You Don't should write that down that. on a pad fucking, but while you're writing it down on that. What a pad. crazy fucking yeah, yeah, week! No, no, no. I've been so depressed. Wait, no, I know. Hold on, yeah. Say sleep that. has been you were gonna really say something, though, Jay. Yeah, Kevin. Were, Kevin is right. He's segueing into me. And fuck Trump. I mean, that is true. You know what? I can't pass this one by. Let's. Jace, hold on to your story. Okay. We'll get to the Uber ben, can, story. You, can you pass but me I that yellow sure. pad of paper real uh, quick? That, oh, sorry, I was saying something. Oh, okay. uh, oh at the intro? Okay. okay. All right. Great job, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Way too early on that one. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> you done fucked up, dude. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the back of the Oh God! They're gonna know I'm dumb. dumb. Rest in peace, Adolf Hitler. Whoa! What the hell? The what? Forty-fifth president of the United States oh. is dead. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, a forty-fifth? Or maybe forty-six. Forty, forty-fifth. Yeah. If he had it his way, he'd be the eighty-eighth. Because it's a Nazi number. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, did the little Nazi get COVID-19? <laughs> oh, welcome to Brain Jail, bitch. Uh, welcome to Brain Jail. Uh, that's uh, Woke Satan, a.k.a. Benjamin Allen. He is not dead at this moment in time, folks. Yeah, it is we're, Tuesday. We're recording it's this right Tuesday, before yeah. Trump's death. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has not died yet. Mm-hmm. And we are we have prayer circles going twenty four seven, praying for uh, him to die in the hospital, <laughs> dude. Our Walter Cronkite, it's gonna be like Ninja on his Twitch stream, right. being like, uh, "Word has just come in from Washington D.C. <laughs> ninja talks like thirty eight minutes ago. <laughs> it's ninja, President but- Donald Trump has declared dead from being a fat ass retard. Ninja, but he's dressed like Walter Cronkite." <laughs> And he puts the black yeah. and white filter yeah, on yeah. and he goes, I just, Kellyanne Conway's daughter just tweeted me. He takes his mic headset off <laughs> right. instead of the glasses. Yeah, yeah, he takes the headset off. He's gone. <laughs> uh, his orange ass is gone. Uh, the president was pwned by death. He was no scoped at 4.32 yeah. this afternoon. And then Ninja just has to carry on with the live stream. It's like a moment in history where he just keeps playing Fortnite. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to announce the president. Thank you for the donation, Weed Boner. <laughs> Once again, the president has passed away from COVID-19. Rudy Giuliani uh, has been disemboweled. Uh, 
And that beautiful dogs. voice you're hearing there, that's Jace Wayne Avery. Hello. You can follow him at Sad Drawings by Jace on Instagram. I, I've, uh, I start saying, I'm saying hello like uh, Iggy and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Hello. Hello. Yeah, they, I think they did a harmony. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always used to bite the heel of his own hand. Because he was so horny. Yeah, yeah that's it was, mm-hmm. uh, which is out of the Bible. Right. It's, Who are you guys talking about? Uh, Iggy. Iggy and Squiggy, and I think, Squiggy? from Laverne and Shirley. Do you remember Laverne and Shirley? It was Patty Marshall right before she got busted as fuck <laughs> and completely unfuckable. She used to be hot yeah. for a second, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, it was two women busted in Minneapolis. <laughs> Dude, her face is busted. Yeah, she's she's had that old uh, desert skin mm-hmm. face. She for turned a, a twenty lot of years and yeah. a brilliant lady. At the age of twenty-seven, I she have... turned into Frank Marshall. That's true. Yeah, yeah who yeah, was her yeah. brother? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you you were saying something, but I was saying something, and that is that it was two single women who lived in Milwaukee, I believe, and they shared an apartment. And then Iggy and Squiggy were their neighbors, and they were always trying to fuck them. Oh, but they were gay. No, they. Well, you later figure out that they're gay. The yeah. women are gay. Right? Everybody in the show is gay. Yeah, every yeah. single character. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how I, about Laverne Troyer and Shirley Temple? Yeah, I like that. And they're okay. two little. They're they're a couple. Right. But Laverne Laverne Troyer is pretending to be a child yeah. who's living with Shirley Temple. Right. And they're they're is Shirley Temple children. Is Shirley Temple pretending to be an adult who's dating the child? She thinks Laverne Troyer. Oh, how about that? Yeah. She's like a gold digger at the age of six. Mm-hmm. Laverne yeah. Troyer thinks she's a grown woman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they La- both yeah, think yeah. they're in a fucked up child molester situation, which they are, but in reverse of what they think it is. Yeah. And she and Vern Troyer really. Is a, Love her for a lot of little in, people in rights mm-hmm. and uh, is really serious about it. And then he tries to get Shirley on board. Shirley just wants to dance and eat lollipops. <laughs> that lollipop yeah. eating bitch. <laughs> that, uh, you know what? She's complicit. Right. And Iggy and Squiggy pop in. They go, you lollipop eating bitch. You cunt, Shirley. You lollipop eating tap dancing son of a little whore. Uh, I love those old videos of like Shirley Temple like sticking her ass out at like grown men. Yeah, yeah. And then like oh, dropping yeah. their briefcase yeah, on the train like and 40, like looking up her skirt. There's 40 grown and, men going like, it's ridiculous. Grabbing their glasses. The train conductor gives her a big cake. Welcome to Brain Jail. I'm Kevin Tangan. This is a show of three men just just throwing caution to the wind. You know what I mean? Taking the caution. By the hand mm-hmm. and just throwing it towards the wind. Sure. Which comes right back in our face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Blows all man, over our face. Who's the guy who's got caution in this face? You know me? <laughs> well, now the foot's on the other shoe. You know what I mean? No cap. Folks, if you like the podcast, let me ask you a favor. Fucking shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can I? For Pete's sake, go over and leave us a five star review. For Pete Buttigieg's sake. Yeah. yeah. If, look, if you care about everyone, then you leave a, a five-star review. So if you're not leaving a five-star review and like sharing this with your niece and whatnot, it, no, it doesn't matter how old she is. And th- Should they email us, perchance? Maybe at brainjailpod at <laughs> gmail.com. They can uh, send us an email. We're really nailing this now. <clears throat> oh, it's fluid and it's Jewid? Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, if I'm putting it in a positive context, which can, I am. Can I go back to Shirley Temple's uh, bitch ass real quick? Yeah, I mean, she was a real uh, tease. 
at the at a young age. Mm-hmm. She kind of knew what she was You doing. know the camera's cut, by the way, and she goes, oh, my God, where's my fucking chair? <laughs> if that fucking stagehand screws up another double tap, twist step, I want his fucking balls on a silver platter. All you're doing is handing the lollipop to the girl. Where's That's my, all you're doing. Where's my cigar, bitch? You're coming over here like some type of $3 fruitcake and asking me what your motivation is. Listen, I'm Shirley fucking Temple, America's sweetheart, all right? You piece of shit. Oh, I thought you're doing it as Shirley Temple. As Shirley Temple. I was doing it as like a director who's just a piece of shit on set, just chewing like the same cigar he's been chewing for three years. Yeah. And uh, just yelling at it. I was doing it more as Shirley Temple as the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That horny baby. Turns around, it was the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my favorite Shirley Temple thing was every. I think there's only (laughs) one of it. But she did like a like basically Shirley Temple's Song of the South, where she's just talking to a black guy who worked in the fucking like train car with her. I didn't see that one. I'm ruining all of this, but it is kind of based on. Does Shirley Temple ever do blackface? That's the big question. I don't believe so. I don't think children. Well, the only child I know of who's ever done blackface uh, was uh, in the Little Rascals. It was the little chubby guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Spanky. Spanky. Spanky did blackface. Yeah. And occasionally... And he pretended to be the, the black one in The Little Rascals, Yeah, right? yeah. He, uh, he was, buckwheat. He buckwheat. trying to be yeah, Buckwheat, yeah. yeah. Uh, horrible disguise. Mm. <laughs> horrible, and horrible a lot of people, disguise. And a lot of people don't know this. Buckwheat, actually... You, ben, you'll enjoy this. Buckwheat grew up to be Dr. Cornell West. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do not know that. I thought you were going to say <laughs> that was Herman Cain. That was Herman Cain. Dude, if someone told me that, I'd be like, okay, I guess. I didn't know that. And my sure. grandfather played Buckwheat so I could open the first Godfather's Pizzas in, in Minneapolis, <laughs> Minnesota. Man, R.I.P. Yeah, rest in power. Pizza King. Pizza King. The Pizza Golf. King of Chicago. Man, he made a good pie. Oh, man. Deep uh, dish? Woo! Yikes. I would go, I've never had it, but I bet it sucked dick really bad. I bet uh, I bet they, his <laughs> menu was full of, like, you'll never forget about these cheese sticks. Yeah. It seems like that type of restaurant, Godfather's Pizza. Yeah. Forget about it. The cheese pizza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you bill, it sleeps with the fishes. Spe- <laughs> speaking of the Godfather, uh, who directed That's that good. again? De Palma or whatever? No, Francis Ford Coppola. Right, right, Coppola. Mm-hmm. You buy, uh, one, buy one pie and the next pie sleeps with the fishes. You come to me on the day of my daughter's fifth grade graduation celebration and you ask me for free tokens? <laughs> At the little game where you try to make the light stop on the little spot. I don't care if the tokens are stuck. I can't do his voice. Um, I will give you these tokens, but one day I will come to you and I will ask for a big stuffed bear. Or I will ask for a little piece of rubber that you turn inside out and put it on a table so it snaps up in the air. The rolling pin game is busted. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I'm just doing another voice now. <laughs> right. uh, Coppola is uh, re-editing The Godfather Part 3 and putting out an edition that he considers to be the final oh, version. Oh, really? Really? Because that version yeah, because, does suck. Yeah. Because he said the final cut wasn't his original intention did and he, that he didn't have full control over does, it. Did he figure out a way to edit out his daughter from every single scene? Because she's fucking brutal. By the way, I think what De Palma is probably going like, oh, I didn't mean to put out this piece of shit. No, like 35 Coppola. years later. I mean, Coppola. Coppola. Sorry. No, Coppola's daughter plays the main love interest in Godfather 3. Sophia Coppola, yeah, yeah, yeah. who later became the director of Lost in Translations and a bunch of terrible movies after that. Sure. She's literally Andy Garcia's love interest, and Andy Garcia's like 
acting his ass off and being like, I can't love you anymore because of the things that you are. And she's like, Anthony, why don't you come back to me? Oh, damn. She's just like a fucking stare. She's terrible. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. Yeah, I never saw it. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Godfather 2, uh, 1 kind of sucked. It's slow. It's really fucking When he slow. goes to Italy, like, man, I want to fucking... Just take a walk yeah. and come back and keep mm-hmm. and watch later. I actually, Amen. I recut that movie where when he goes to Italy, I just show an episode of The Sopranos during that entire scene. I just have the part where a guy uh, gets shot in the head mm-hmm. and then uh, it's the six black pallbearers dancing. <laughs> and that's for an hour and a half. And you're famous on TikTok now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's liter- right. literally all the footage of like Gandolfini that they have of him driving on the New Jersey Turnpike mm-hmm. would be more interesting than the the entire I- Italian right. uh, Italy sequence in mm-hmm. Godfather Part 1. Just, just, just him, him driving, driving in the car. And you're not even playing the song. It's just him listening to yeah. Boston. And going, it's more than a feeling. I watched this video, by the way, of Gandolfini and like how good of an actor he is. And someone, like some psychologist, broke down how good he was at playing a guy who has yeah. panic attacks. Oh, I saw that same video. Yeah. Nerd it's writer. Bri- that yeah. guy's uh, brilliant. The mm-hmm. guy who made the video, but I didn't realize how G- Gandolfini is like a genius. The mm-hmm. way he can yeah. foreshadow uh, how he's going to feel or what's really like way deep beneath the surface. He's actually a woman. <laughs> That's J- right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the therapist. Right. Yeah, yeah. I do. Gandolfini uh, played the therapist in this. And himself, and no one knows that. Yeah, he lost he lost two hundred pounds and grew some big honking Italian tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. several millions of dollars. Yeah, she in surgery. Is, she is too hot in that show. It's kind of a problem. Oh, Lorraine man. Bracco. Analyze this. <laughs> I watched that yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> do you watch Analyze This every day? I do. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck in a Groundhog Day, and every day I choose to watch Analyze This. So good. Analyze that. Also, not a bad film. Yeah, I actually, Kevin. Buckle your seatbelt. I actually watched Analyze That yesterday. You got to watch them I'm back not to even back. kidding. I watched them back to back. Look, if you're not watching Analyze This and then Analyze That immediately after, turn, Katie, Katie, turn off the podcast. Katie bought HBO it. Max, and with that extra money she's spending, I chose to watch both Analyze This and Analyze That. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Man. That's just that. You know what? That's because you're good with your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're really good with your money. I'd be losing money. It's, you, you, you can't afford not to watch them back mm-hmm. to back. Oh, yeah, you know? you're kind of losing money. <clears throat> yeah, you really are. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you're going into debt, not <laughs> watching those two movies. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what, that's what I tell. I gotta quit my job because yeah. I'm making so much money. My wife will be like, "Can you uh, clean the dishes for once in your life?" I'm like, "Baby, I can't afford to stop <laughs> watching The Good Place." All right, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen next? Where are they gonna go? <laughs> that's the one where they go to heaven. Dude, I've been. I <laughs> real talk. I did watch uh, every episode of The Good Place. Uh, like the light in the last week. So yeah, they do. They uh, there's yeah. a good place and a bad. Place. You know what they, Kevin thinks the good place is? Palestine. Oh, really yeah. anti-Israel. This I guy. Love it. The women are finally fucking giving, being a little modest. <laughs> it's about time. You know what I mean? Trying to cause a brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. All day, mm-hmm. these women out here, they're like, "Here's my tits, mm-hmm. and you can see almost everything." Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "Hey." Woohoo! Because I uh, I work at a construction site. Yeah, you go, you whistle. I can't whistle, so I just go woohoo! <laughs> I, I hoot at them. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, and then they're always don't. They're like, oh, I'm I have a brain. I'm like, not from where I'm standing. I would like I would like to see Kevin as the uh, the, the overly honest uh, construction site cat caller. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, Hey, baby, I'm so alone. 
Come on, baby. <laughs> I live by myself. I have nothing. <laughs> Come on. I haven't figured out a good antidepressant mix yet, okay? Come on over. Make me feel good for hey, a while. Hey, sweetie, why don't you come over here and give me my first direction in three years because I can't get it up anymore. Hey, hey, pumpkin pie, come on over. I can explain how I want to brink a killer myself every fucking day. Come on, please. Please, I'm so fucking alone. <laughs> Dude, I, I found a subreddit of dudes that keep their cocks in cages and, like, lock it. Oh yeah, they put like, their cock in a cage and then lock like the, that, the cock. Like that cuck, that cuck stuff, right? No, it was a, uh, it was the R slash uh, goon, uh, goon, uh, goon station. Oh, goon or station, or yeah, goon, whatever. We should explain goon station to Kevin. It's yeah, a, please. It's a subreddit for people to post their jerk off uh, stations that they've built oh, because wow. their lives have gotten so bad. They've literally rigged a room in their house just for beating off guys that identify as as guys that watch porn mm-hmm. and beat off. Yeah, yeah I do Billy Madison. Remember mm-hmm. that shit? He had the 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 jerk uh, porta potty mm-hmm. where he jerked off in it. That's oh, actually yeah, the, yeah. that's the banner of the subreddit. It's the Billy Madison Goon Station. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So I, people I just like uh, one comment. One guy posted. He was like, "Hey, I've been lurking on this subreddit for many years, <clears throat> and finally found the courage to make my first post." <laughs> He's like, "What do you guys think of my Goon Station?" And everyone was like, "Hey, man, welcome to the sub. <laughs> like, don't be don't be shy around here. Like, I like your station. You know." Like, just don't be shy, man. Like, right. here's some gold. Yeah, here's some gold for facing your fears, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it was sad, so, dude. One, one guy was like, a "I'm in my toilet." One guy said, "I'm in my goon station right now. And my wife and kids are downstairs, and they have no idea what I'm watching." Mm-hmm. That's good shit. Dude, that that is some. That's somebody's got to be enjoying mm-hmm. that. Mike, you know what I mean, so. Oh, Jace, you know how gooning, like the word goon came about? Is be- so what these guys actually do, Jace, I figured out, and this is a reason a lot of them put their cock in a cage, uh-huh. is you, what you try to do is you watch so much porn right. on like 50, like literally 50 different monitors. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they have the Wi-Fi right. to you're the, do this. You're the guy from the end of the second Matrix movie <laughs> in the white suit. <laughs> Yeah, and you're just going ergo BBWs, ergo uh, barely legal, ergo uh, cuck porn, ergo I come in a little cage. You think you're going to jerk off without a little cage on your dick? Well, aren't you just like every other iteration of the Matrix before you? You used to jack off without the cage, but it was too perfect. The door to your right leads to your goon station where you can come at will. You're the com- door on your left leads to a tender day where you might get an OTP HJ in the park. <laughs> Which do you choose? That's fucking great. <laughs> the ask attack. Yeah, the ask attack. Yeah. Um, so gooning how you watch so much porn that and with your cock in the cage you become so hard and so uh sensitive and tender in your penis jesus christ from the overstimulation of seeing so many women getting fucked and cummed in and they also watch a lot of gay stuff too mm-hmm. even though they don't identify as gay they the idea of being exposed to that for like close to an hour an hour and a half yeah that their penis starts to become so sensitive and so swollen and they want to jerk off so bad that they enter this state where they become sort of an extension of their penis where they feel that way all over their body mm-hmm. and that's when they enter what is called the goon state where they're sort of drooling their mouth is agaped and they've achieved this sort of like horny nirvana of mm-hmm. gooning fucking retard yeah. <laughs> are you winning son <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what a sad, pathetic existence where you spend that much time jacking off. 
But I do like, like I do like that. Whole life. I do like that. Figuring out how to jack off and like you used Dude, to. Some people have goon kits on the go. They're like, hey, just thought I'd share right. my to to go goon kit. My emergency to, goon so kit. So they're like, I'm going to Starbucks, and in case I want a goon, I can go in the bathroom. And he has a whole backpack with like right. batteries and flashlights. He's and setting. Like he's setting up basically it. what Anton Chigurh used to like fix his knee. Yeah, it's like you know what the alternative is, boys. Just stop watching porn and jacking off all fucking day. I don't know. That sounds like some gay shit, man. <laughs> and if you do that for a while, then uh, you will also have a sensitive dick. Mm-hmm. I do like yeah. that. It, I did not know it was to reach a state of nirvana. Yeah, it's like they're monks almost but right. for p- pornography. Yeah, but in the opposite direction where they're just giving into every single carnal desire possible. Yeah, no, that's... that's uh what what a ridiculous yeah, it's like, thing. That's that's true addiction. It's like how are you going to make your you know it's that thing where like your brain lights up. We've all felt it. Where just everything is firing and mm-hmm. it's it's like wah, like when wah, I'm having gay wah. sex, like when you're having gay sex or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. if for you, if it was it's thirteen beers, that's what it does for you. If it's fucking you know meditating for like three hours straight, that's the healthier way. Yeah. of getting to it. And uh, I guess I don't know what these guys do. Like when this stops working, it's a, it's, when it's, your cock in the cage with the fifty monitors just doesn't dude, work anymore. I mean, uh, who the fuck? There's serial killers. They talk about this shit, and I know this is like propaganda from the anti-porn Christian League, which I'm a, a card-carrying member. And uh, <laughs> well, you gotta get your stamps in. Gotta get my stamps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every every tenth day you don't watch porn, you get to watch porn. It's great, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's you, 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 you jack off by yourself. It's great. Then you start watching uh, a girl with her top off. You jack off to a catalog mm-hmm. before you know it. You got to rip a cat in half or you can't come. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's, you we people- call that Alf syndrome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just, you're just trying to get those receptors to fire mm-hmm. again and again. Cause you're a fucking junkie. But you're a fucking slave to you. So what is the problem? Those like those pat those paths in your brain eventually like we used to we had this dog named Tippy who was a beagle and he would run a certain route in our backyard in Abilene, Texas. We lived there for like a year and he'd run the route up and down the fence and like to his point on the fence so much that there was a dirt trail through the fresh green grass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel like eventually the brain gets is if you run on those paths too much, eventually they just become dead and rotted. Yeah. And well, that's a real, I, I used to say that in, in therapy all the time, like just neural pathways. I didn't say neural pathways run deep, but that's basically yeah. the synopsis of the thing. It's so over, it's so hard to overcome because your brain actually does program itself based on how you think. Right. And it'll fire faster over certain, like just built in channels that you have. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're doing that that much, you you have a fucking there's a problem. You know what I mean? And plus, who's gonna want to be with the guy that's all about fucking jack off experimental Oh well, those guys those guys can't even get hard during sex anymore. Right? Yeah, they don't have those guys don't have sex anymore. Right? Right? It's not good. That is, yeah. It's just really it really all it comes down to what zero pussy does to a motherfucker. That's what that uh, that Michael Fuck, Jackson man. song zero pussy make a change was all about. Make a change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man in the mirror. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. He's jerking off to child porn. <laughs> He's got 27 videos open right now. <laughs> he can't come unless a man dies on screen. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. is there like a worse? 
addiction than like being addicted to pornography. I mean, I think I'd rather like try to kick like heroin or meth. Yeah, because at least heroin, yeah, yeah. you can speak about it at a school and be inspiring. <laughs> right. You can't be the guy at school and be like, children, listen, I was gooning all day. So you, <laughs> I, I lost was, my damn job because I was staying home and gooning all damn day. I was day. a damn goonie. I was a damn goon head, <laughs> y'all. I, uh, I, I won't disgrace these by, you know, the actual stories and of course mm-hmm. not names, but you guys, I mean, I, I can't tell you the the dozens of men that I've talked to about this type of shit. Sure. Where they're just like, I can't stop jacking off. But this is different. These guys are different. Oh, 100%. But a lot of these guys were not different. A lot of the guys like that would, there'd be guys that would get up and speak at like a men's retreat and they would be like, yeah, rock bottom. You know, I was slamming my dick between two stones Mm -hmm. and uh, nothing was happening. Right. So then I I fell a tree on my wife and children Mm -hmm. and I finally almost came. (laughs) And that's when I gave it up to the Lord. Yeah. Well, there is. It's that's real stories. There are sex addiction groups like sexaholics, uh, love and sex addiction anonymous. Yeah, I dated. I, I used to fuck a girl who went to one of those, which wow. was funny. It was like I was her heroine or something, right? And she was having sex. Um, Dude, would, I feel like that would be a dangerous place to be if you were trying not to fuck. Well, it's also funny because some people stand up and they're like, "Hey, my name is Jace. I'm addicted to gooning uh, because I'm 400 pounds and no woman will touch my penis." And then a woman will stand up and be like, "Hey, I have sex with 400 people a year, right?" And then those fat people are just like, "Fuck, yeah, God damn it." Yeah, it you, the the thing is like just uh, really it's straight simping, you know what I mean? <laughs> simping. It is, man. It really is. You know, you're putting yep. the, you're putting sex up there as, as your top priority. You know, and it's all like you not even sex come. anymore, right? It's I don't it's even addiction. know what it it's is. Compulsion. You oh, know, yeah. it's the same. Uh, you know, it's like being addicted to weed. You know, there's no chemical part of it. Yeah. But anything that becomes a habit is a habit. You know, if it's something that's bad for you or that's not contributing to your life in a positive way, as my brilliant friend uh, Ben Avery, who's sitting to my left, uh, has said before, then, uh, you know, cut it off. Well, I think the biggest one is it in the fire. Yeah. 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 Cast your dick off, cut on the fire. Mm -hmm. If your rap ball causes you to sin, (laughs) shove it up your ass (laughs) and have gay sex. Mm -hmm. If you jerk off to gay porn, it's not simping. Dude, I, I do love that, that Jesus, you know, he's a revolutionary character and whatnot, but he basically would come along and be like, yeah, that's a, no, don't do that. Don't right. stab your eyes out. Mm-hmm. People are like, he truly, this man is the son of God. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary. <laughs> like, hey, don't kill that woman. She's a good lady, man. <laughs> She's got experience. Right. I mean, He's like the Steve Steve Jobs yeah. of religion. Whoever doesn't want to bone this whore, right. kill her. He's walking out First on first guy that doesn't want yeah. to fuck her, kill her. He's walking out on a big stage with that turtleneck and the glasses on, but he's still Jesus. <laughs> he's just going. We've cre- we've called it not killing gay people. <laughs> Crowd just starts cheering. <laughs> In fact, you can have sex with gay people. Crowd booze. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. I mean, we talked about it before. I ah, think you're being judgmental. Like they just unveil, they just unveal at the thing, like the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah, everyone starts clapping. Yeah, everybody's one guy in the back going, "No, I do not like this. It's an unlucky number. Make it fourteen and also abolish it." (laughs) He's a gay man. He's transgender and he's pansexual. He's also transracial. 
This oh, instead and then of there's the, one more thing. And then the six instead of the six million dollar man, it's the six million gender man. He's in a wheelchair, played by Lee Majors. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when he has sex, it goes no, 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 no. Now I was going to say we. I mean, we talked about this before, but I think one of the biggest drives for almost everyone in existence is the desire to kind of uh, self annihilate, to not exist. Yeah, like people want to like. You'll achieve that through the pornography thing where people are jerking off to the point where they're not a person or, you know, we'll do it on our phone all the time. I get home and I'm just on YouTube for four hours and that's an attempt for me to not exist right. by just consuming constant entertainment. Yeah. Now we live in a, we live in a society. Oh, I'll tell you what. We live in a society where we can non-exist, we cannot exist easier than ever before in real, like have you ever put your phone up for a day as a challenge? Yeah. And you just start having a panic attack by yeah. hour two. One does simply not just put their phone up for a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're the meme. You're the meme in real life. Guy. Nice. Trying to make a point about how we shouldn't look at our phones so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. And everybody finally gets it. Right. Because I'm using their language. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? All things to all people, bro. But yeah, I mean, I think just, you know, it, people don't want to exist. Like existence is very hard. Yeah, I, it's gay. I have always had a, I shouldn't say always, I have recently had a strong compulsion to disappear. Mm-hmm. To, uh, like, I was. Like the Radiohead song, How to Disappear Completely. I got to listen to the lyrics of that because I, I know that song, but I don't know. Uh, it's a good song, yeah. I got to listen to the lyrics. That's one of his songs where, like, you can't really understand what he's saying, though, right? Right, it's but like, you get. I, you know, I am He's just saying the vowels over and over again. I woke up in bed sucking a penis. I woke up sucking a penis. Get head. Watch more gay pornography. Jack off to men fucking. Every dick. Every dick in a tight place. (laughs) Kid gay. Kid gay, yeah. There we go. Uh, Oh, gay computer. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Comma. Police, <laughs> fuck this man. His <laughs> ass is out. It's so fucking wet. <laughs> anyway, you uh, make a, take other radios. King, king of men. Oh, instead of king of limbs. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I went um, to uh, I went in rainbows is the same name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pablo Honey would. That's just the name of his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. A moon shaped mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo's honey. Instead of the bins, it's the bent dicks. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we go. There we go. The bents. Uh-huh. Fake plastic uh, fake plastic dildos. Fake plastic watering dildos. <laughs> <laughs> that he uses in his Chinese ass. Man, Tom York is a bleak motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah, they are great, I though. I, I really love their music. Yeah, he's just like, I can't believe he's alive. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed every day I wake up that Tom York hasn't killed himself. Well, I think that I think that fits in more. <laughs> in, every day. Yeah, every day I wake he's up. refreshing the news feed. I, yeah, I with, do the, with his one ah. eye. Yeah, and I do the Denzel Washington <laughs> gif every time I find out he didn't kill himself. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, Kevin. Right. No, I, I, I would love if the only reason he's depressed and all of Radiohead discography is just because of his fucked up eye. That's it. Like if you could fix his eye as a kid, he'd just be like, we go down to the bulwark and we hold <laughs> each other's hands. Right. Yeah, he's just like Weezer. Yeah, the worst musical. Yeah, just singing about... along and singing a song. Right. He's Weezer where he's 58 and still singing about summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, Weezer's doing. Man. Yeah. 
That's very true. Yeah, Weezer sucks dick now. Yeah, it really is a shame because their first couple albums are so great. That cover album was such trash. I just have to pretend it never happened. Dude, can I? Which cover album? They did 80s covers, and it's terrible. It's called the Teal album. The problem is you listen to every single... And I will say their Toto is better, but all the other ones they did, if you then go listen to the song they cover, it's much better. Well, it's also like, hey, would you like to hear an, an 80s cover band at a bar in Dallas, Texas? Here you go. Yeah, they're not make, putting a spin on I've it. I've literally been in 80s that, cover bars, yeah, like, drunk out of my mind. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, my criticism was there was no spin, too. I'll, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Like, the way Sturgill Simpson I'm completely changes a song right. is is brilliant and beautiful. Or right. Johnny Gash. Uh, That's what we do. Johnny Gash, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, when he covered Nine Inch Dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, the, I, the album mm-hmm. about my dick. Mm-hmm. I hurt myself, I'm gay, as yep. we all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a mental hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hurt myself, I'm gay, <laughs> while watching Key and Peele. <laughs> <laughs> I loaded up a YouTube compilation <laughs> of some of the best vines that make you cry <laughs> every time. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say, you know what's more depressing about a goon station? What? It's just if you could somehow show me a film of me watching the best hood vines compilation <laughs> on YouTube at 3 a.m. on my phone, not going to sleep, just show me a 30-minute yep. video of my body and then you just in the background briefly hear like, motherfucker, what'd you say? Cheese sandwich. <laughs> and then my blank yeah, face yeah. just being bathed in artificial just, I'm light. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, shit. Oh, it's bad. Just like you're like, I guess it's SpongeBob. Right. The hood. I don't know. Oh, yeah. shit. You know SpongeBob from the hood when fart noise duck step right. on sound. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, those videos. But then there's a guy commentating on those videos. Mm hmm. Those are the ones that are. I look at myself. Oh, like sadness. behind the meme. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a guy, like a guy watches the top one hundred. Oh, I react. Cringy. A react video. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like you're watching that, and like ah, he doesn't like it. I, mm-hmm. I like that. Right. I kind of like the idea of like instead of inside the actor's studio, it's like inside the memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fucking still hosted by James Lipton. Yeah, yeah, just inside oh, yeah. the meme, I mm-hmm. guess is what it's called. Right. And he's like, when you get to heaven. <laughs> Uh, what are the, what would you like to see? It, it's just like mm-hmm. it's he's just talking to you. Remember right. that that uh, big SpongeBob that went viral? Or yeah. no, not the big SpongeBob. It was the uh, I have one preloaded. What was it? What what, what no, was I'm the gonna, parade though? I'm gonna say he's he's going. When you arrive at the pearly gates, if so, what was the what, what words would you like to hear God say to you when you first step through those gates? Chocolate rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Tay's on day <laughs> in front of a huge stack of blue cards. Oh, that fucking rules. <laughs> I think you were talking about Squidward doing the dab. Squidward dabbing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's I, just talking to Squidward dabbing. By, yeah. by the way, did I tell you at my old job, I actually signed the kid who filmed that video. Nice. I made wow. him like $20,000 for Fuck that video. Yeah. He filmed that video? Dude, I literally like almost got a raise at work because people were like, did you hear Jace sign the Squidward does the dab video? And people were like, dude, Great job. <laughs> like I just sold the new construction, like nuclear yeah, power yeah, plant yeah. downtown. Yeah, you're you're in Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. Gordon Gecko's like, you've done an excellent job here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signing Squidward does the dab. We're gonna do so much cocaine, I'm gonna fuck your dad. Yeah. Don't think you're better than me though. Man, Wall Street's looking more like Sesame Street these days, huh? Oh man, don't get me started. These so, clowns in Washington. It's a real Looney Tune factory. Right I mean, there. the inmates are running the asylum. I mean, should I buy stock in like Acme Anvils? hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, there's a bunch of 
There's a bunch of cartoons and jesters <laughs> running amok. I mean, what am I supposed to uh, uh, short in invest on uh, big tunnels being painted on a highway wall? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it'd be great is if they that's how Trump died. It's on a big is he ordered his limo driver to drive into what he thought was like <laughs> a tunnel He's going under a tunnel and the dude's like it's totally not right. a tunnel. Mr. Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump. That's a that's a a, a, a cartoon uh, coyote painted that on the side of a big wall. Nobody tells me my business. <laughs> Continue to drive. You think I'm going out like Princess Diana, that fucking lesbian? <laughs> she was Let's a, be honest. She was a mug wrencher. We all know that. I wanted to fuck her. I did. I fucked her. I fucked her just <laughs> for the story. She was a terrible lady. She had a huge pussy. <laughs> huge. And only my big dick could feel it because it's big. But it was fuck. still huge. I really hope he gets like insane Alzheimer's and just starts talking about all the women he's he's like ate the pussy of right. on stage. Yeah, he's saying that, but then he's so also great. revealing deep, deep in say level secrets but you don't you don't know what is true because he's just saying yeah he you tells you I like about women you know how many women i made come all of them i made every woman come uh, i made every woman come and by the way there were two aliens at roswell we executed them <laughs> and you're like well i don't know if it's true or not I could be pussy. yeah I ate the aliens. Eat the Martians pussy. They actually showed me the Martians pussy and I ate it. They said, Mr. President, you can't eat that pussy. I go, I'm going to make it come. And I'm going <laughs> to solve race relations between us and Mars. Let's be honest. Mars is, is black people <laughs> because they're aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, it's just a picture. <laughs> I still ate the pictures pussy. I can make a woman come through licking a picture. Man, that'd be great. Supernatural, if- spiritual, call it whatever you want. <laughs> I'm a Wiccan. I'm Donald Trump, but I'm a Wiccan. I do I do all kinds of uh, <laughs> seances with uh, my sisters. I made, and I made a big vision board of me just uh, destroying some pen. <laughs> destroying some tight, wet pen. <laughs> that'd be great as if he... Dude, if he at the debate did a come tribute like onto Hillary Clinton's face, that would be fantastic. He'd but they win don't. The election. They don't stop him. Like they just keep filming. They're like legally, if the president says we're on the air, we have to stay on. Right. Air. He's like, if you if you turn off that TV, you're fucking executed. <laughs> right. You piece of shit. And then he just places a little eight by ten of Hillary <laughs> smiling. And then he whips out his dick and just like <laughs> just masturbates for 14 minutes. He, he brings a picture of Monica Lewinsky and just like, remember her? Huh? <laughs> How's it going? You remember this? Sucked your husband's dick. <laughs> 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 Fucking crazy, right? Oh, my God. I bet he has a giant bush, by the way. <laughs> I bet he has so much. His pubes. bush looks exactly like his hair. He, oh, has a co- he has combed over pubes. Nice, oh, dude. Yeah. He's wearing a Merkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's put a spray tan on his dick. <laughs> I bet he makes when he makes women suck his dick. I bet like the pubes just get like wet and like long and stuff. Right, <laughs> and they're like almost as long as the dick. Like the girl from the the ring coming up the shaft. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like the girl from the ring right. exactly. Oh man, yeah, big bush. Yeah, and a big hog. Oh, have to have two to. hefty pair of balls. Hefty. Mm-hmm. With uh, got some weight to them. It would be funny if Trump. As the president gets sucked off in the Oval Office, but he also is one of those guys he has to hold a gun to the girl's head yeah. while he's getting sucked <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. He just goes to a Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. Who wants to suck the first <laughs> the president's gun? <laughs> By the way, did you see that the guy who's supposed to carry around the nuclear football got COVID nineteen? 
Really? Yeah, the guy who carries the football That's around very funny. has COVID-19. Just a 27-year-old Marine idiot who has to listen to Trump all the time. Well, yeah. I imagine it's like the old army general from Mars Attacks, like that kind of guy. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it is specifically just a young, like 27-year-old idiot. Oh, just it is? carries the football all the time. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, because you need the codes to set up the football anyway. It's called the football? Yeah, the, the nuclear football. It's a little case. That is always where the president is, and in the event of nuclear war, the president has the code words. I think they change pretty regularly. Always has them has access to basically just like wipe out okay. the entire earth. I just didn't know it was called a football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Richard Nixon called it that because he really liked football. Yeah, Nixon was a big football fan. If you guys oh, didn't know, yeah. he loves football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big Chicago fan. Bears guy. Mm-hmm. He likes uh, those those pants that the boys would wear. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like dance? the touchdown dances though. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Stop dancing. <laughs> Stop dancing and do Listen, your job. I just think that you should respect the flag. Yeah, yeah. I am not a crook. <laughs> That's right. That's now like- you won't have Dick Nixon to kick around. I'm going to my goon station to beat off <laughs> for the rest of my. I'm Jimmy Stewart now for some reason. Oh, no, you want to jerk off like that? Well, no, no. Well, your comp's <laughs> not no. here. It's at Old Henderson's goon station and Mary Elizabeth's goon it's station. It's on the walls and the floor. It's <laughs> on the ceiling. Oh, Mary, you can't expect me to be coming all day, all night. I've been jerking in my goon station for a while. Oh, Zuzu saw me. Dude, the original Goon Station probably was just like a fucking bucket behind a bale of hay in right. a barn. And like when you'd beat off, you'd just like sometimes make eye contact with the owl right. in yeah. the corner. <laughs> right. And like a mouse would scurry by and you you jizz all over it. Right. I'm telling you, there's nothing uh, there's nothing hotter than just like making sure that the air conditioner is on real loud mm-hmm. and locking yourself in the bathroom and just, you know, dumping a load right. in the toilet. That would, having an external monitor, placing it on top of the sink, no. which is right next to the toilet, no. putting your laptop in your lap, having the HDMI extender, no uh, turning the volume off on the monitor yeah. and on your laptop, putting in your AirPod Bluetooth headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, turning the volume back up. Yeah, turning the volume back up. Mm-hmm. But ever so quietly, so you you still don't know if it's going to come out through their headphones oh, or yeah. not. Yeah, it's because you, you like to crank it when you crank it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, your ears are bleeding by the end of the porn <laughs> right. video because <laughs> you have it so loud. I tell you about my buddy who walked in, uh, his roommate, and he had one of these, like an industrial fan going the ones in like high school gyms yes Jesus. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> it was it literally was like that but a miniature like like uh, a probably slightly smaller a size thirds of an the industrial size. fan yeah but yeah it was yeah. like it was like a like on a factory floor a 10 to 12 inch fan yeah it's a big fan yeah yeah, yeah. but it was made out of metal and it was fucking loud and he had the door open. My buddy Adrian shows up at his house because he's supposed to like do Bible study with the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's in his room, fucking, uh, and because he doesn't answer the door, but they're supposed to like meet. It's been pre-planned, and so he just goes in and uh, uh, fucking, he's just jacking it hard and mm-hmm. pouring. He's got headphones on, and the fan is just going super loud. Nice. Yeah, he's going, Jason, <laughs> Jason, Jason, stop beating up. He's Roy Scovel now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Was, what was he watching? I think he was watching uh, Blacks on Blondes. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, <laughs> we knew a guy in college who got caught uh, uh, pulling the old Peter Pan a couple times. 
What's that? So many times that he had jacking off. Um, oh, that's a Peter Pan? Shaking hands with Captain Hook. Oh, my God. Um, he got caught so many times that we're like, we think this might be a thing for this guy now. Dude, you guys went, you guys had some sick fucks mm-hmm. out there. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, we, yeah. we were the bad boys at I mean, Christian College. Crazy. We were the kids you didn't talk to. We were like that house in the Outsiders where all those orphans lived, all those hot, hot ass male orphans lived. In the, I didn't see the Outsiders. You never saw the Outsiders? No, no, no. It's literally like every hot actor from the 80s is just an orphan. Oh, wow. It's like Rob Lowe, Tom Cruise, uh, Charlie Sheen. The most beautiful orphans in the world. Mm, Nobody yeah. wanted these beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very gay. Also yeah. directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but interesting. did De Palma, did he do The Untouchables or was that Coppola? De Palma did The Untouchables. Oh, okay. De Palma. I, there's a documentary called De Palma that's on Netflix that's really good. You should check out. Um, it, I just watched it. It's really fantastic. Someone told me to just watch uh, a documentary recently about, oh, they released a Tarantino doc. Hmm. Someone told me to watch that about uh, Tarantino made a documentary about his whole career about him saying the n-word mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> see that's the thing I realized that if I could say it on a film it's okay because <laughs> Samuel Jackson was like oh that's cool you're a cool cat you can say the word <laughs> he's he's talking to Charlie Rose yeah, yeah. yeah. the n-word man that's that's my big dick that's mm-hmm. my big heart mm-hmm. see that Jack so Quinnen, you are saying that you will say the n-word on live TV I'll do it I don't even <laughs> care I'll come out of my giant head I'm Quinn Tarantino you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> his his head is so big because he's wanted to say the N-word for so long. Right. His head grew three times right. in size. He stored all the N-words he's wanted to say in his forehead. <laughs> right. I'd say it, but you guys would you guys would probably edit it out because you're pussies. <laughs> I'll say it right here on entertainment television tonight. And he, but you'll bleep it out because you're fucking fruitcake. <laughs> So that's the thing. He's unchained. He can say the word. <laughs> he doesn't have the chains and not saying it anymore. Jane was actually a metaphor for me saying the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the real chains on the English language, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I am the First Amendment. <laughs> First Amendment allows to say the N-word. I am the law. I can't really do a impression okay i can okay. just do okay okay mm. i'm gay by the way uh, there's that documentary on me and Netflix. brad pitt were sucking each other off okay <laughs> kind of like that right Did, like, so the original ending of once upon a time in hollywood is like they break into the house right and then brad pitt he just rapes him he rapes <laughs> all he forces him at gunpoint to have sex, and the dog fucks him Leo fucks him. That Italian bitch fucks him. And then, oh, Sharon Tate comes over with her and the baby. Sharon Tate's baby rapes them. Yes. But that's the thing. The studio, the big studio heads, they don't want to get into that type of stuff. They think it's too risky in order for Sharon Tate's baby to rape the the Manson family. Leo, man, Leo's supposed to take the flamethrower and spell the N-word into the lawn. And then that big movie director, I forget his name, that he lives next to in the movie, uh, fucking... uh, Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski comes by, sees that he's he's doing the N-word with the flamethrower, it puts him in his next big movie. And see, that's how Hollywood was Roman, back in the day. Roman they don't want me to. They want me to change the narrative of right. how Hollywood was. Roman Polanski. He walks up. He sees the baby raping the Manson family. He goes, "I'm going to have sex with a 14 year old on a hot tub tonight. I'm going to do that." But that's the thing. The big Hollywood studio. They don't want that type of stuff. That's the real story <laughs> of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. No, but that's actually what happened in real life. Mm-hmm. And then a woman's foot just flies out of his front pocket. <laughs> right. A severed woman's, a severed foot. woman's foot. <laughs> just covered in cum. And he just comes and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, like foot. I like feet. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed at all. I'm Charlie Rose, and I'm saying that you, Quinn and Tarantino, are coming in your pants right now. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> real. Uh, I want to 
Transylvania where I come in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction was just a foot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an inward pass. <laughs> an inward yeah. Pass. Vince, are we happy? Oh, we happy. Did you guys know that it used to just be Francis Coppola until the Ford Motor Company actually acquired him? <laughs> That's uh, true. They yeah. bought him. Yeah, yeah. Then he became Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Francis Ford Coppola, Chevrolet De Palma. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And George Pinto Lucas. Well, yeah. Uh, Adolf Volkswagen Hitler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all sponsored by the big companies. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein Bruckheimer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys ever... Uh, I, I just had a I had a, uh, thought. You guys ever get diarrhea? <laughs> I've been having a lot of diarrhea. Trying to change my diet, folks. Trying to I actually cut out bread, so I'm only eating meat, so I actually have the opposite. I think you said I cut out bread, and I'm like, me too. He's a real drag. <laughs> no, I cut out bread, Kevin. Folks... And I'm now shitting like solid titanium ores Fuck out of yeah. my house. Yeah, yeah, just like tubes. Mm-hmm. Well, they just like form into giant. Like you remember the movie Critters? Remember that yeah. movie from? Our, mm-hmm. That's what I shit out of my ass now. Fuck yeah! yeah. yeah Is good. a critter and it goes, and I'm like, you're kind of a rip off of Gremlins, and it's like, and then it scurries down the toilet. You can't shit after midnight. Hey, hey, Kevin, do not fuck Magui after midnight. If he come after midnight, it's no good. He will accuse you of assault. You will see. Mogwai can only give consent before midnight. <laughs> After stroke of midnight, it is rape and you go to nightmare. You can't make any more gremlin movies. <laughs> Mogwai, please. They can't consent after midnight. Mm-hmm. <coughs> keep, keep does it, it turn into a woman and then me to you? Right, yeah, it turns uh-huh. into a woman. Keep it away <laughs> from, uh, you must keep it away from bright lights and Cameron Esposito's stand-up special. <laughs> It is me, old Chinese man from the 80s. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. If this Mogwai <laughs> is allowed to read Gloria Steinem, oh boy, <laughs> big whoops. <laughs> Do not give Mogwai Instagram yeah. account. Dude, the Mogwai. Or it will post stories about consent. <laughs> Dude, the Mogwai just like, if, if you fuck it after midnight, it just turns into like a sex worker or like mm-hmm. fucking Roxanne Gay. Right, yeah. Or like yes. a J.K. Rowling. If simp. the Mogwai starts tweeting in Ebonics, run the fuck away. <laughs> you got to kill that Mogwai, man. It's me, old Chinese guy. <laughs> Played by Rob Schneider <laughs> now. It is me, a Chinese guy. <laughs> uh, do not get its pussy wet. Or it's a big problem for you, Mr. Man. So you're shitting Mogwai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shitting Mogwai. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the medication uh, I've been taking, it just, it's just been bad. Mm-hmm. It's been bad. It's been a 20 Oh, has it really been giving you a lot of diarrhea? Uh, no, it's like I, wait. I mean, what's giving you diarrhea? I'm on this uh, new medication to for the gout. There's two things I'm. Oh taking. right, right. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's the medication. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just been uh, I just been having issues. Mm-hmm. It's not been great. Kevin's gout medication is interacting with his uh, estrogen uh, injections. Yes. So yes, he's shitting to, everywhere. I have to get uh, shit dialysis. <laughs> um, where they take the shit out of my body. Yeah. They clean it. I'm sorry, man. And then they put the shit back in my body. <laughs> and it's brutal. Through your ass. I got to put it back in my mouth. That's the problem. <laughs> but it's clean shit. So what are you going to do? They put it in the little yeah. test tube that spins around for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all the corn separates from the shit. 
<laughs> Kevin's eating one of those Fred Flintstones push pops, but it's a turd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Ah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Can't help myself. Oh, we do have some emails. Oh, do you want to read some damn emails? Yeah, Ben, do you want to? Yeah, want- yeah, I got the screenshots. If it's that yeah. long one, let's, you know, para- that's like literally fucking 25 paragraphs. Yeah, put a, put, make a, put a, a pair of phrases together <laughs> about it. Okay, yeah. here we go. So the first one is the guy that's mad at us for uh, vaping into the mic. Uh, he can eat shit. Uh, second email. Oh, he also said uh, that we were great. Oh, yeah. He said, thanks. Great at last time. Okay, he's fine. He said, sincerely bored retard. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Yeah. He, said, if he, has to say, to, he if said not to say his name on the podcast. <clears throat> oh. And you just said it. Bored well, that's retard. probably probably not his Christian name. No, he's he's French. Oh, he's bo- <laughs> my name is Bordeaux Retard. <laughs> that is a Mister Retard to you. Uh, my father was Prime <laughs> Minister of France, uh, Gay Retard. Mm, yeah. Oh, and then this really long email is about the guy in the car wash. Oh yeah, yeah. So we don't have any emails then. Yeah, I guess we don't. I guess you could read some of some of one of them. All right. I mean, um, Jesus, we're trying to fill time here. I, yeah. Jace is over here stretching his hands out. Mm-hmm. He's going stretch it out. Uh, um, I'm just talking about your ass, though. <laughs> you're a, por- uh, you're a, a gay porn director. You're mm-hmm. like stretch, stretch. <laughs> uh, he has a so he has a car. I'm trying to sum it up. It's really, really no, long. That's it. You got it. Yeah, he, he has like, a car. We have a reader a who has a car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking good for you, buddy. Hell yeah. He does brag a lot about having a car yeah. and taking for, it to a car wash. Good like, for him. We get it. You're rich. Fucking <laughs> like, uh, chill out. You're the richest man who listens to Brain Jail. Yeah. You have a car and you don't have a goon station. Yeah, there's another guy who said he uses hand sanitizer. Ah. I was like, what the fuck? I had to look it up. <laughs> I guess it's something rich people keep in their pockets. Uh... Hobo booze, I call it. Oh, I suck. Yeah. That'll get you fucked up. I didn't know you could wash your hands with it. <laughs> okay, so he's in the car wash, and he hears the woke Satan voice, and then the car in front of him goes off the thing, and then he almost hits him. And it freaked him out? It freaked him out, yeah. I mean, at this point, you could just have read the whole email. It's like five pages, man. Okay, I'll start at the beginning. First off, y'all are the best. You have slowly and steadily climbed and might be my personal favorite podcast. Thank you for everything, especially when y'all started crying like bitches and all that gay stuff. Good stuff, boys. Thanks. While listening to Dueling Mamas that you just put out, I was driving to my local car wash that I pay 15 a month for for unlimited washes. Good shit. Keeps my whip crispy and clean. A 2008 Volvo V50, if anyone cares. Anyways, car wash yeah, is rich. Car washes conveyor style that pulls your car through. Just as I throw my shit in a neutral and turn up on woke Satan going off on Orange Man, my car starts rocking all weird. I look ahead of me and this stupid fucker is in a Nissan Altima has gone completely off the rail. This ple- why is he name dropping the cars? Like he's a Nissan I think it's important. It's no important good. to the story a little bit. He's okay. a plebe newbie. Fu- fuck my shit better not be scratched. Car wash employee aborts, aborts the wa- wash cycle and comes in and rips this dude's ass up and down. We eventually make it through and I check the ride. All good. Anyways, point of the story is that this dumb cunt should watch out before interrupting my Jesus. beloved brain jail or fucking with my whip because I grew up without a father and this podcast is my, <laughs> only, and this podcast is my only guiding light in life. 
And then he says a bunch of things about like an Orthodox Jewish wedding that he worked. But I, I think we can just. Oh, that that's right. Yeah, yeah we, that sounds like music. we should probably skip that. Yeah, he was just saying that the I don't I don't, I don't <laughs> and think then he, he go- enjoyed playing uh, bar mitzvahs. I, I think I love that every email we're reading is ends in like and then he went in on a bunch of stuff on Israel, but we don't have to read that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So and then the other email was the guy who hates that uh, we vape. Yeah. Which I don't think I vape into the mic. Also, if we do get over it. It's just, you know. Is it that loud? Yeah, is your wife that hard? We're giving you free entertainment. Can you, you guys even hear it when I'm, like, here, let me try. It's I mean, like a little barely. bit. Barely. Yeah, and barely. you're going, like, right into it. Yeah. yeah Does I, he hate the exhale into the mic, baby? I don't. I don't fucking know. And Ugh. I don't care either. Yeah, I don't care. Because fuck every fan who likes it, us. We just got an email at 6.30 this evening. But it's not loading. Damn, that sucks, dude. Yeah, maybe you should have a Samsung. Yeah, it's like, here's the deal. I mean, SA is a great dude and whatnot, but he's been crossing me recently, right? And yo, I believe Jace is like my godfather and shit. <laughs> Fuck, these are just schizophrenic people now. But that this are- dude really be trying me sometimes, so I can't do it no more. Dude be asking me how much a G but never asks, how's the G you know? But, oh, my God. Tired of it, bro. Jace, what should I do? You're the only homie I feel I can trust. Thank you, bro. Yeah, then that email was from Kyle Rittenhouse. That's (laughs) that's right. We thank him for writing Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, he said... uh, So he's saying his friend, he doesn't like him? Yeah, I... uh, Dude be asking how much a G, but never ask, how's the G you know? Damn straight. I do like to think that this person is asking for real life advice, but they're so irony poisoned. Right. That to post anything beyond pretending to be a Mexican guy. Yeah. Who says fool and shit. Yeah. Is the only way that he can reach out for help. Hey, my little homie like tripping like straight hard. <laughs> what do I do, dog? Or it, it is our only Mexican listener who wears a Looney Tune shirt while he's listening. It could be. He yeah. never takes his lokes off. Right. And so he has a hard time seeing <laughs> he, the monitor. He tried really hard on that email. Yeah. And now his feelings are getting hurt. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like, like that's. I, was, I use the dictionary and shit to busy. spell essay. It's like, uh, yeah, like it was important, though. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I like share with some real feelings about like a G and like I don't even know where the G is, man. <laughs> Jace didn't even answer me. He made fun of me like I'm illiterate. Yeah, or something. I guess I'll answer like it like it is real. I've I've broken up with a f- a friend before. Yeah, who we, we're now friendly actually. Yeah. Um, and it's I think it's you know, I think it's actually kind of a healthy thing to set Are you boundaries. About me? Yeah, I'm talking about Kevin Tinkin. Yeah, that's right. Who we're friendly, but. Just to record that this is all a veil. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as this ends, we don't talk to each other and we make Kevin leave. Uh, I mean, it's it, that's half true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I keep asking Ben if we can go golfing. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, every day he's like, ah, another great day on the links. <laughs> it's like, hit me up. I'd love to go. He's like, dude, hell yeah. We'll go together. I'm like, sweet. And I, then I correct me if I'm him. wrong. I called you a week ago to go play, and you couldn't go. Nuh-uh. I called you on the phone. That's that's Look, actually true. That does not fit into the narrative that I'm putting down. <laughs> and right I now. think another time I invited you to the driving range. Nope, that never. At Weddington. Nah, I think now. Ah, uh, now fuck. Now people know where I go. <laughs> Bleep that out. You're gonna no just way. be walking onto the range and see 
a 400-pound shadow yeah. with a mobile goon station running to you? Dude, Jay, so there was this... You know, you know the dudes in LA, especially like... There's stereotypes, right? Sure. There's the guy who used to clearly be a huge like music record manager type of dude who has all these crazy stories who loves cocaine and now he's 52 right. and he's probably right. blown through all the money but he's still pretending to live that one, high of, life. one of my favorite and i've met several people like that one of my favorite la stereotypes i met a guy at work one time we were, we were trying to sign with this minor record company to get our miners record uh-huh. deals and literally this guy walks in he's probably 65 and he looks like he looks like trump kind of like he's 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 got fucked up skin yeah yeah, yeah. that's like tinted orange from his self-tan and he's got like these veneers like these huge white like <laughs> urinals as teeth and this huge fake gross blonde wig and yeah, he walks yeah. in and he oh goes my god he goes listen if you want to talk to the guy who made rich girl you better start fucking talking <laughs> otherwise get to walking i swear to god rich he talked girl? like that yeah yeah That's i swear crazy. to god he, i forget what song but he literally like picked he's like if you want to know who made get into my call and out, get out of my <laughs> dreams and into my like some song i'm like oh yeah i kind of remember that from that you made that that's cool yeah. but like is now the basis for him treating everyone in his life like absolute dog shit i bought the first rick springfield album the day <laughs> it came out if you want to talk to the guy who put weird al yankovic on the map you better start fucking talking if you want to talk to the guy who agreed michael jackson was pretty fucking good at a party three weeks ago <laughs> you're talking to him it was just really. Um, it was. It was very fun in its its sadness. Sure, the L.A. stereotypes are fun when they really like poke out. Right. So one of the L.A. stereotypes I've come to know, especially from playing golf, is the guy who used to be in the NFL, uh-huh. who's in his forties or fifties now, and he took all that money and started some sort of either a clothing line or he has some sort of like nonprofit weird charity thing for his kids to play sports that he runs right. or he does like live events huh. or yeah, like a NFL ca- a or car dealership in Torrance. Sure, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And those guys, you know, they made they made five million dollars playing football. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of money in the bank. Retired at, retired at twenty seven. Right, yeah. right. So they just play golf, but they don't spend crazy money. They don't they have to make this last the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was one of those guys who's wearing the Michael Jordan sweatpants and the Michael mm-hmm. Jordan top. Right. I'm and assuming this is a black guy, right? He's a black guy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was uh, wow. he he was a I can't uh, believe you'd assume that. Sorry. So he was a uh, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, he played in the NFL is what he told me. Uh-huh. I, I I'm trying to remember this correctly. Either he played in the NFL or he was like a fucking limo driver for Michael Jordan. Right. I forget. In my he head, told me I, a lot I of like the I, In my head, I like <laughs> the idea that you met Deion Sanders. I have no idea. <laughs> that yeah. might have happened. Right. You played golf with Bo Jackson eight times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this dude tells me, he starts talking about, uh, you know, he's, it's just one of those things where I hit the driver and then I just hear, I just hear one hell of a swing you got there. And I turn around and I'm just, I just like take my headphones off and I'm like, yep, this is going to be a 20 minute, uh, mm-hmm. conversation. I'm just not going to be able, I'm just going to be home late. It's right, fine. Yeah. And so I'm like talking to him. And so here's what he tells me, Jason. David Letterman. <laughs> yeah. It's David. Ben's pissed. <laughs> Top 10 swing tips I can get from you. <laughs> this is, this like is the show I used to do. <laughs> That's right. Paul Reiser's there. Yeah. Or not yeah. Paul Reiser. Paul Fucking Reiser. Paul Reiser. He's talking about, 
being a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the fucking guy I'm thinking of? Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. Paul Schaefer's on the range like, hey, it's the bong. It's the bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he swinging a guitar and hitting a ball? Yeah, he's hitting, he's hitting a ball with a big guitar. He's like, this next uh, swing is uh, to the tune of uh, Chicago. 25 or 64. He, he, he points to a guy who's in the range at the 400 mark and he's got a bass. He goes, boom. <laughs> 400 yards away. <laughs> at the fancy like stand they that have. Ben's that. just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm trying to get back to listening to this Mark Marin episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you could leave me alone in my swing. Right. I'm trying to listen to Opie and Anthony best of... Uh, <laughs> Anthony goes racist mode. <laughs> Part seven. Patrice said it, so I should be able to say it. Right, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. So, Jace, you know the Johnny Walker cup, right? Sure, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, okay, because this guy gaslighted me. <laughs> it is an amateur tournament, correct? It is not for professionals. I think the Walker Cup is for uh, amateurs, yeah, it's, but it's for college athletes who have not yet turned pro. Thank you. <laughs> Because I argued with this guy for three minutes about this, that he said that after a long thing about how him and Michael Jordan have played a lot of golf together and know each other personally, and he's mm-hmm. like, whatever, either dro- he was his limo driver or in the NFL. I don't know. I don't remember. Right. He was all ranging every spectrum of being a black man in America. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You could say he was the Michael Jordan of a limo driver. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. He was some driving bullshit. with the flu. Yeah. <laughs> Big Gatorade towel over his head. <laughs> driving with an open wound on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won't go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I get a blood transfusion on my passenger seat. That's that killer instinct. You see, they told me I couldn't drive that day and I took it personal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Please continue. He but. goes, so I was on a plane with uh he goes, I was on a plane to go to this golf course where they played the Johnny Walker, which I believe is actually in Asia somewhere, and it's like a beautiful course where I they actually they change play it, it every year. Oh, they yeah. change it? Yeah. So he was on a plane, and he's like, and guess who I was sitting on the plane next to was uh, Tiger Woods' daddy, Earl Woods. <laughs> Earl Woods. And I was like, I go, no shit. And he goes, yeah, and Tiger was on the plane. I said, what year was this? And he said 95. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fucking golf retard. Right. I go, oh, so Tiger was 16 years old. Like Tiger, because Tiger won the amateur in 94, 95, sure, right. and 96. Yeah. He was 16. Mm-hmm. His last amateur was one at 17. Right. So I was like, oh, so Tiger was like 16. He's like, yeah, that's about right. I'm like, okay, so this guy's not full of shit. This is going to be an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, he was going over to play the Johnny Walker Cup. Uh, he goes, and he was a pro at that time. And I go, but didn't he win the US amateur that year? And he goes, yeah, but he turned pro right after. I'm like, but didn't he win the amateur like the year after that? And he was like, no, 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 no. And I go, isn't the Johnny Walker like an amateur tournament? He goes, nope, it's professional. I'm like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> and I went back and forth with him for a little bit. And he was like, he's like, trust me, man. I know what I'm talking about. So I'm sitting there next to Earl was daddy. I'm like, it's a fucking amateur tournament, but whatever. Keep going. This is an interesting story. And he said that Earl Woods, Jesus Christ. He said that Earl, like it's just the most autistic conversation ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said that Earl Woods turned to him after like this long flight across the uh, fucking Atlantic. And I checked the flight. Uh, the, no, the Delta Pacific, didn't even have 747. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what was the pilot's name? <laughs> he said that uh, fucking Earl turned to him after like, you know, four hours of them talking about Tiger's game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no one really knew who Tiger was at that point. Uh, that he turned to him, he's like, my son is going to be the greatest golfer to ever live. And he's like, sure, like, sure, like, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, you should come to the, uh, if you're coming to the course, like, come to the range, like, come play the practice round with us, like, you're cool or whatever. So you're black. He, he met Earl Woods, like, at the hotel with Tiger, and they went to the course to the practice range. 
And then this is when he started like actually lying. Right. Which sucks because I wanted to just know all the ah, details of the story. Do, I know that feeling so well. Right. He said you can you can hear him start to speak differently. Yeah. 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 He said that Tiger at the age of 16 on the range was like taking clubs and like hitting big slices and big hooks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like he was hitting like really low weird stinger things he'd never seen and crazy shit. Tiger's a great shot maker, but he told me that Tiger could take a wedge and start it like outside the range and slice it like 65 yards and, and it would go like a hundred like and he could hit like an 80 yard hook with a wedge and all this shit and I got so pissed off because it's literally physically impossible to hit that big of a hook with a wedge. It made my blood boil like so much that I like had to walk away. This is such a niche thing. Right <laughs> this is so niche. Nobody can make that shot. Right. No one could do that. Dude, the idea of, of a character getting upset about stuff like that is so fucking you're literally, funny. Yeah, you're literally like a Big Bang Theory guy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Uh, you should be saying Bazinga and shit. <sighs> Man, that guy really pissed yeah. me off. But it's pretty uh, pretty cool that he said next to I do love I do you're love like that. me talking about whiplash right now. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking bull this movie doesn't represent how you play drums fast right. well. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't care. Like it's the story, man. I'm like, fuck you, I hit you. <laughs> I even told the guy, I was like, no, he couldn't. Like I even was like, I broke. I was like, no, he couldn't do right. that. He's like, no, I swear, man. He was hitting slices out over the highway that were coming back to the range with a pitching wedge. I'm no, like, that didn't happen. There's no Whoa, reason you for you to be it. disagreeing at all. <laughs> you never believe it? Yo, you never believe <laughs> it? Oh, he, he once he once took a pool cue and hit the golf ball 450 yards right there. You wouldn't believe it. He took a Subway right. sandwich and made a hole in one of a pot five. Yeah. <laughs> You're just describing Happy Gilmore yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just sucks when someone ropes you into a 10 minute story like that. And then at the end, it becomes like magical. Almost you're like, come on. Tiger man. Woods well, was 11 months old. Hit a satellite <laughs> out of the sky with a golf ball once. I told you one time I was talking to this black comic named Bo something. I forget his last name. I just got up at the open mic at Echoes. I'm like maybe six months into LA comedy. He goes, he goes here's the thing. You a funny cat. What I need to do is he goes, I've been doing comedy 20 years. And he kept like right on. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool as shit. He's like jacked. Yeah. Older black dude, like earrings in his ear, fucking glasses and shit. I think I had a conversation with this you same might have man. A, same guy. And he's like, here's, he, he goes, here's how I'm going to get you good. Because you got some talent. I can see that. We can admit that. I'm going to get you in. I know I'm in at every black show in L.A. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm going to get you in at every black show in L.A. And I'm going to teach you how to do that black. And when you do that black comedy, that's going to make you great. And then he described to me, it was a super interesting talk, the difference between black rooms and white rooms. And we talked for like 25 minutes. What? He, one of the, I remember one of them was, he goes, specifically, he goes, you, see, you go up, you start talking. You start doing jokes. He goes, that's good for white crowd. You do it in front of a black crowd, you start bombing. They're not ready to listen. You yeah. walk around a little bit. You say, how you doing? You pump up the song a little bit. Right. You say, how you doing, sister? What are you up to? How you doing? You guys having fun? It's a fun night. Give it up for your host. Give it up for your featured acts. That's some funny shit. And then you kind of, you, 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 you throw out a soft joke. And they pick that up. And then they're like, oh, okay, the joke's done. And then you go in there. You start doing more and more. And then pretty soon you kill it. Yeah. But he, it was like this 25-minute conversation. I'm like taking note. I'm like, oh, this is going to be my life for now. And I'm going to be the white guy going up at like black rooms and shit. And uh, like 25 minutes in, he goes, by the way, you're not a faggot, right? <laughs> no, he didn't. I swear to God, out of nowhere, he goes, you're not a faggot, right? Because you say some like faggy shit on stage. <laughs> and I go, what? And he's like, he's like, he's like, I mean, if you like on some gay shit, like that's not my thing. But like, you know, you know, one love or whatever. And I was like, no, I'm not. 
gay and i think i didn't convince him because he gave me his number and he never i called him i texted him he never responded to me i think he just thought i was gay and he never hit me back up or maybe he was trying to hook up with you maybe yeah maybe he was on some weird shit who knows I dude, I was outside it's of the racist. By, by the way, it's hilarious to be like, I'm not all about that fag shit, but one love. Right, yeah. Like yeah. it's like that's the I mean, opposite of that's like queer, one yeah, love. That's clearly <laughs> me just doing the hyperbole. But yeah, but yeah. One love, you know. But one love, you know, black power and shit. <laughs> Don't be gay, you go to hell forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all want people, black, white, um, gay, not trans people though. <laughs> that shit is gross. We all admit that. I gotta have one thing to hate, man. And Come not on. Chinese people either, because I don't like the way they talk. With the, it's so aggressive. They don't like me, <laughs> dude. I had a guy uh, one t- talk oh, to me outside sorry, of the ahead, improv Kevin. for twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and I didn't say one word. Right, sure. I don't think I said hello. Mm-hmm. He just he w- walked up to me mid conversation. I recorded part of it, and I think I titled like uh, Johnny Confidence, right, or whatever. But yeah, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna get, man, I get you in every club. You talking to the gatekeeper right now?" Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Ah, cool, man. That's that's good stuff." He's, and then he just starts going. Same type of shit mm-hmm. where he's like, but that he was like, you don't want it. And you ain't got it. And if you don't want it, you ain't got it. Ain't going to happen. I just, and I have a, I have a but record. It's, I yeah, find that. It's fine to me how quickly I will give into the, the peer pressure of any black person. Right. Just right, so right. quickly. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Even I, you, it just reminded me because you're talking about Earl Woods talking to the guy. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I just, it reminded me of one specific memory. This was like an inside out because we grew up around like mostly white people and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to LA and started to get like black friends. I remember I worked with this guy, Tiff. We talk about it, Tiff, from time to time. Yeah. We were at a work conference in like San Francisco and it's like nothing but white people and just me and a Tiff walking around. And then literally at one point he sees. there's a black person he goes what's up man and then literally like they dap each other up they hug they talk for a second and then they leave and then i go did you know that guy he goes no it's just the only brother of this company (laughs) and like just just that level being like the only two black guys in an area where it's like there's you know most of these like some of these people just want to kill us has like like formed a bond yeah that you as a white guy will never experience because you view white people as just being the natural default like it's not right. a personality trait to you yeah you don't think about it I, I have one story I don't want to forget while we're on this subject go for it guys being problematic like yeah, that go and for by it. the way we're at hour 15 so we're going in the wind down okay um, one time I was at a really alternative comedy show uh, in fucking uh, Atwater Village right and the guy on stage was like I have a hundred dollars and I'll give I'll give it to you if you can tell me why you need the hundred dollars. And he's like, I don't want it to be a white person, uh, of course, because they're privileged or whatever. You know, you got to do all that. Blah, yep. blah, blah. This is a white so, guy on stage. White guy on stage. Okay. Right. So gives the hundred dollars to uh, he allows someone to come up and explain why they need the hundred dollars really badly. Mm-hmm. And he picks. It's a mostly white people. We're in Atwater Village. Right. There's an Asian guy there. Right. He's kind of drunk and he raises his hand. and He's like, you come on stage, you know, like he's supporting, you know, POCs or whatever. Right. Sure. Guy gets on stage and he's drunk and he's like, uh, he's like, I want the hundred dollars because there's some pretty fine bitches here tonight and I want to show them a good time and I could really use. And they're like, okay, okay, <laughs> not uh, okay. So anyone who's not white, who uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I love the idea that like he keeps like he does like Indian, Native American, like right. black, and they all get up and say something like, yeah, like problematic. As personally, fuck. I raped a bitch <laughs> and I need to pay for court fees. And shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like and it's like he's at a Mormon. Bar 
bar. Right, like, yeah, all yeah. The white people a, were very a, Literally a Native American from a tribe gets up <laughs> with the shit on. He goes, I, uh, I slapped a bitch because she wouldn't suck uh, my penis. So I must go to court now. It doesn't make any sense. They stole everything from me. I just want to steal a little bit of pussy from time to time. <laughs> in Native American uh, religion, whatever that is, uh, <laughs> the pussy is communal. We all share it, and the woman has no right the tree to deny the, Mother Gaia's sweet, uh, wet juice. The tree on the cliff and the great spirit in the sky told me that puss was mine. <laughs> we would lay with the I, great I, big I, turtle, and we would rape it. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. Oh, Gracie just came in. I keep, I, I agree. the guilt started going... Stop it. <laughs> oh, really? Stop it. Like, for the Native American yeah, rape, yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, Was yeah, it yeah. the Native American or the rape part? I think it's a Native American. Okay. Well, interesting. I know. For, for me, it was the rape part. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really speaks to my psyche. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Uh, dude, I, there was, I, I remember going to, uh, uh, there was an uh, open mic at the, at the improv that I was at mm-hmm. and having the same type of shit. Like, it, it's like, Show's going good for an open mic. Mm-hmm. It's like people are doing well. It's like, oh, this is going to be a good open. You guys have been to mics like that where you expect everything to be shit mm-hmm. because it has. Sure. It just people suck ass over and over. And it was going well. And I remember the host was like, um, we need to get a woman up here. Ooh. And, uh, Ooh. and everybody was just like cheering. Like people threw a chair and a light. <laughs> like, it was, they were so excited. Right. It's like the Titanic going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, this woman uh, gets up on stage and immediately was saying how stereotypes are true. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of the funniest things I ever seen because it was just like seeing these people trying to be like, wait, look, right. We need to get somebody different up here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The show's good. You guys are good. Right. Yes. But you're white. You got to go. We got to mm-hmm. let's get a woman up here mm-hmm. and maybe somebody who has a, a maybe missing a limb. <laughs> and the guy goes up there and is like, ah, he's all these N words out here. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, Sheila Puss. I got to we don't talk about well, we can talk about comedy. You have to keep talking about comedy. But I was on a show in San Diego once where the host who was a white woman literally brought me up to a crowd full of white people. By the way, it's a coffee house yeah, yeah, yeah. in the college part of San Diego. And she fucking goes, and she goes, you know, normally it's like halfway into this show. I try to book a diverse lineup. I'm so sorry. All of our black performers, all of our female performers dropped out. So it's going to be nothing but white guys tonight. Anyway, this next guy, he's another white guy. Give it yeah. up for Jay Savory. <laughs> I walk on stage like almost like booze, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great way to bring someone up is by apologizing, right? Yeah, for my white. Ex- Meanwhile, I grew up in a fucking cult in the middle of Texas. Like I would wait. Was that one in a backyard? What was that show in a backyard? No, it was in a coffee shop. Okay. It was uh, Groundworks. Yeah, 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 I got a couple of those, and that's when I I really uh, turned off to those people. Mm-hmm. To that, I mean, black people. <laughs> no, it, that's that's the thing, and and. Ah, it's 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 never actually the it is white people being mm-hmm. bad, trying sure. to be good. Yeah, you know, and it's I just couldn't do it anymore. It mm-hmm. just felt like I never did nothing. I didn't do anything. Well, to even you. if Why you want to a bitch to me, or if anything? if you even want to approach it, approach it from the wokest this angle, this is to a man, by the way. I'm not using that. <laughs> the wokest angle possible. That book, White Fragility, which by the way is written by a white person is all about Perfect. the need for... I didn't read it, but a friend read it and was describing it to me. 
um, the need for white people to feel like they are not racist. So their way of feeling like they are not racist is to be very woke on the timeline or very outspoken for Black Lives Matter when that is not really the cause of all this pain. It is the institutionalized stuff that is happening to uh, black people in America. Yeah. Well, I... You posting a story that says like, hey, the cops who arrested Breonna Taylor does nothing. Literally nothing other than make yourself feel good. And then it also has the double effect of upsetting other white people who know you're full of shit. And then it creates this defense against any real change that can happen. Yeah. So you're literally putting a negative force out into the universe right. uh, against society changing to be less severe against uh, the black population. It's insane, man. I uh, Just seeing people get canceled for this weird shit. Mm-hmm. For seeing people being called racist for some of the reasons that they are called racist mm-hmm. is insane to me. And sure. it's usually from other white people. And it's like, look, you guys have never actually met a racist person. They will tell you how they feel mm-hmm. because they actually believe something. They believe in something. It's wrong. Right. But they will tell you. It's not this, oh, yeah, I'm unemployed and I'm all this power I'm wheeling. Well, even like the, I think it's, I think I, I approach from the different angle. Like if you look at like, like one of the best Patrice O'Neill bits is he's talking about, he goes, I love, I love the South almost because the people will admit they're racist. If you're in the North, it's like, where does racism exist? I can't yeah. find it. Right. Nobody is racist in the North, but yet it still su- exists systemically, but nobody will. Yeah, admit. I love the, the right. bit. He's like, white guys become completely useless. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, every, like I'm not, me, me, I'm not racist. Every five minutes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. racist. And he, oh, no. it, and he goes, honestly, I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Just be white. Be racist. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> he's like, you, you guys think got I'm, all the power. He's like, you don't think, he's like, Muslims are the new inwards, man. You don't think I'm being racist? You don't think I'm not taking advantage of this shit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> My country is treating me like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit yeah. about the, the Arab guys at the airport and how oh, he sure. doesn't want them to work there yeah, because like, they'll let an Arab guy through. Yeah, he's like, don't let the Arab guy let the people through guy. Yeah. Come on. Like, like, I'm they work at the duty free whatever the fuck. Yeah. The, like, he's listen, like, you, you don't think I want to let it uh, like, through every now and then? Like, I'm a black guy. You don't think like a guy like that. I'm like, yeah. just go, like, motherfucker. Come beep, on. Beep, beep. No, no, no. Don't worry <laughs> Come about on. It. Don't worry about that. And then on the news, it's like, oh, oh my God, seven inwards that hijacked a plane and flew to the sun. How'd they do it? Because uh, I'm in, I let them through. What do you mean? Beep, beep, beep. No, don't worry about it, man. Go on. That's sad. You think an Arab guy's doing another? Come yeah. on, my brother. Come on. Come go, on. Go, go, go. No, no, go. no. It's fun. Come on. Go, go, go. Bring go. it on, my friend. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's sad of him at the comedy oh, store. Fuck. He's a genius. In like 2004, yeah. That's my favorite hour of his, is that uh, comedy store thing. That really, yeah. If you're a fan of, of stand up, watch Patrice 2004 <sighs> at the comedy store. Just do an hour fuck. for almost nobody. Like I've maybe seen it so many people. times. In the belly room, and it's it's really just fantastic. I love that he was doing podcasting before anyone because he was like, oh, you mean just, like with Opie and Anthony? Well, not only with Opie and Anthony, but I mean with stand-up because his whole thing was like go on stage and talk about something you care about in mm-hmm. the moment, and if you're funny, you'll make it funny. Right. And that's kind of how he built like all of his material. And that's, that's really the terribleness of him dying so soon is that like the, the 10 years preceding uh, succeeding his death like would have been so ripe for what he like brought to the table 
So, yeah, but it's almost like he had to die. 100%. But that's that's. I mean, I feel like that's fucking the nature of art. Like the people who are too great, they die or are unappreciated. Almost like yeah. that. Almost seems like it has to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's almost like built like into Patrice, their destiny. I really feel like Patrice died and comedy died with him in this weird way. Like everything started going downhill. Like after yeah, he kind passed. of honestly, yeah. Like right around 2011, 2012, yeah. when he died, just everything. <clears throat> and just the Eugene Merman per- world was peaking at that time, and right. then from there, it was just. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, that Eugene Merman world of like these incredibly white alt shows took over, and then around 2016 became these woke. We're going to promote. Yeah. Um, non-whiteness type of thing, but it's still the same fucks who used to be funny because a lot of that shit was funny, and now they're just prostrating so they can still have careers in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's it's pretty much I think ruined a lot of comedy. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, I mean the 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 pursuit stopped being funny. Yeah. The the pursuit used to be humor. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the, now it's like, oh, you better say something meaningful about. You know all this shit. It's like it's it's gone. Hey, it's the old Trevor Noah thing we were talking about, where it's just like the Daily mm-hmm. Show stopped becoming funny. Where I can't even re- I can't right. even realize it's it's insane to imagine that that was a real news story that was not on the Onion. Well, and then and then it's a shame because people instead of developing you know that phrase clash con- class consciousness, instead of people being like okay we as a whole are getting completely fucked over in this society, almost right. like 50 to 60% of us. Right. Rather than fighting for our rights, we will get wrapped up in this identity politics type of thing. Yeah. This bread and circus fed to us by the media to distract us from the fact that every single one of us is slowly getting more fucked in the ass every day. Sure. Well, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful... It's almost, it's almost you know, majestic to watch, really, and mm-hmm. how elegantly it was done, mm-hmm. how much media has manipulated us. The corporate coup d'etat. Mm-hmm, the corporate coup... And then if you look at, like, some, like, like a Marshall McCourt type thing, who I haven't read, but I know his most famous quote, like, the medium is the message. You bring in social media, that's a new medium. And all of a sudden, it's not the message pushed across the medium. That was the whole thing he was saying. It's the actual medium that matters so you can actually infiltrate people's brains now and you can completely um i feel like fucking sometimes i feel like and i hate it because it it makes me feel like the like like the reddit i'm 14 and this is deep type thing Mm. i feel like the fucking main character and they live like i'm walking around yes and everybody can't see like these fucking rays of like fakeness that's just been sprayed throughout like society i feel like i'm the only person who can see like you know if everybody's fucking shit underneath everything and i feel like like, i'm crazy for that until you run into somebody who thinks the same thing and you're like we're not crazy right and you're like no we're not and then you kind of like you just cling to that idea because it'll drive you wild there's going to be a huge there's going to be a revolt when people realize when it when the when there's a critical mass of people that realize that they've been lied to and that right. their main identity and what they're for in their life, like what they represent in their life and their whole motivation was based on a, a fucking lie, mm-hmm. you know? And the, all this shit that's separating us now is is uh, was a, a manufactured by an artificial intelligence that was just trying to show them more ads. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's... It, and then, and then that's the sh- going to be devastating. The, sh- the shitty thing is... Is you're almost treated as ignorant because, like, the Democratic Party, their main rallying cry is like, if you don't like it, vote for who? like literally for who? Yeah, vote for who? Yeah, Biden. How is Biden's any, a real fucking? How Superman. is any voting going to make up for 
corporations having the power of a private citizen for lobbying for any of this shit right how is any voting and by the way most of us are kind of fucking retarded right so it completely washes out any chance of that mattering at all right so you're almost treated like an idiot for not changing the impossibly to change world that you exist inside of right right I think most people are out there protesting because they just loved the 70s. <laughs> they're like, I love all it's those nostalgic. Vietnam movies. And, you know, they're right. so cool. They stood for something. Mm. I'm like, well, what are we going to protest now? Right. Well, yeah, we're kind of like, at the, I've said it many times, but we're kind of like at the end of the 60s. And I think we're ch- slowly changing into the 70s where people are going to realize it just doesn't fucking. Yeah, free love. Here we come. Just doesn't fucking matter. Let's just all start fucking and sucking and doing yeah. drugs. Well, you know, everything fucking crumbles it'll be interesting we got to have a big economic surge before we can do that um which hasn't happened yeah but, but the end uh, the beginning of the 70s was like crisis right like gas crisis energy crisis all that type of shit well the, it was one of the first generations that grew up with the american dream mm-hmm. you know and didn't want to be their father's and wanted to kind of re- they grew up in the shadow of the American dream. Yeah, I mean the '60s was was like the big the big pop, and then it, it flew into the '70s when. It, but everybody's so fucking drugged up and shit that they started getting on that real, uh, uh, that that real tip mm-hmm. uh, of just like that. This is a fucking uh, illusion. This is a a matrix, a version of uh, you know some sort of ploy, and they were like not going to do that shit anymore. So they started just fucking each other like crazy. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but the, it all stemmed from the financial surplus that World War II brought around. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you have World War II, you can't grow up with, uh, you know, mom at home and a car in every garage. You know what I mean? Right. So then you grow up as a child in that society where that shit's happening. And then you know, when you're in your teens and your 20s, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, fuck dad, I'm not wearing a tie. Right. I'm going to grow my hair out and start sucking everyone's cock. Sure. I, that's, I mean, that's the only way I know how to rebel. So yeah. That's the example I use. And, and we're getting pretty serious, so we're probably close to wrapping up before we become blowhards. But I was, I, I was listening to Colin Quinn uh, on an interview, and he quoted... Um, Boring. <laughs> Boo. He he quoted a thing from Abraham Lincoln, one of his last speeches that he ever gave, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but the quote really um, was powerful to me where he was talking about, he goes, no foreign forces, be it the powers of Europe, Asia, or any other country will ever sip from the Ohio River or step foot upon the Blue Ridge Mountains through a thousand years of warfare. If we are to be destroyed, it will be from within. Our own destruction will lead from us turning against each other. We will either yes. rise up together or die by mass suicide. And that's the whole quote. And that, that just seemed really powerful to me because I feel like we're kind of reaching the point where we're going to die by mass suicide. I, I really think that's what's coming down the pipe. And I don't think that's going to look like a grand thing. It's just going to be so weird because it's not going to be... The Civil War, where we're all like, one of us is dressed in blue and one of us yeah. is dressed in red, and we're all firing guns at each other. It's going right. to be this weird, fucked up, jumbled. Nobody knows what's going on. Everything's just getting right. progressively worse, type of thing. Yeah. Well, so the, that's that. The I think North wins, and then they go. So what were uh, we going to do? Right. Uh, I okay. But there won't even be a North. There won't even be a South. There'll be like eighty-five different contingencies, just kind of talking about. The shit that's going on. Brother against brother. <laughs> no, 
No, it's biblical. It's yeah. Fortnite player <laughs> against Fortnite player. No, Kevin, that's a great. That's literally like the best way to put it. It's just brother against brother. It yeah. is, man. And <laughs> when you laughed, I was just like, wait, wait, I'm not saying brother against brother. Right. Uh, no, it really is. Uh, it, it's it's terrifying, man. It's it's terrifying. And uh, I would have chimed in, but they know what I'm going to say. I'm like, the value of the dollar is going to drop. The Dow is going to plummet. We're all going to be living in hell. They know what I'm going to say. They know what I'm going to say. I'm not mm. going to say it's going to be okay. The Dow is going to drop. It dropped today massively when Trump announced that thing. But uh, you know what? I, I, I feel like, but by the way, I, I feel like by the- November 3rd, I feel like this country, I think by Christmas, I think this country is going to be look radically different. By radically Christmas? different by Christmas. Yeah. How so? I think the economy is going to be so far deep down in the toilet and the unemployment's going to be so high and the COVID shit's going to be so bad that we won't even really recognize this place as like a, like a real, like the America that we used to know, like that. Oh, like, that shit's That's done. going to be gone. going to be a lot of really sad Christmases this year. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. there's so much psychological work that I know I need to do that has happened from COVID and from just the last, three years do just the progression of things and i know that that is universal and i also know how fucking hard it is to try to improve yourself so think about the entire world having to do that well you know what's weird is like it's almost like i feel like in in my friendships like we act differently i was golfing with some guys i hadn't seen in about a month and a half my buddies like kevin macias and charles mockler and we were like usually we're very aggressively like mean to each other like as a bit yeah, but we were just like because everything is so bad, and I feel like we're all going through it so much. It's like weirdly we're like nicer to each other now, well, just because we kind of we're so appreciative 100%. of getting these opportunities to enjoy a normal life experience yeah. or something. Well, I mean, I, I I hinted at it, but I mean, I, I had a conversation with Ben a few weeks back where I was just like, I need you, man. Mm-hmm. I fucking uh, need you, and he was like, What about Jason? I was like. I I could leave, take him or leave, him. <laughs> but you I I need you. Uh, no, I I ha, you know, and it was just like there there is a sincerity that's boiling up in me, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it's a gratefulness in a fucked up way. The 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 sadness right is is a is a gratefulness for the past, mm-hmm. and you know I think that that has always been a thing for people where they look on the past with nostalgia, but I think right now. Like just just the the freedom being lost and having taken that that taken from you, right? And then to just act like it, it it's not happening is going to be a, a it didn't happen. You know, you you had to sacrifice. You had to lose some some mental habits and some things that you did on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's gone through this. Well, that's that's what I would say. Like advice to anybody right now is just be fucking like. You know, it's like always like the ultimate advice is just be kind, but like especially now, just be kind because it's right. just hard. It's hard for fucking everybody right now. Right, right. It right, just right. really is, yeah. you know. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, and I would say, you know, be grateful for what you have, you know, for your own mental sanity, not as like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of a person. But I am speaking as a man, you know, I have. Uh, all my limbs are broken, mm-hmm. but I'm still working in the ER. Right, and I'm like mm-hmm. telling people not, hey, don't try to fly. You can't. You know, <laughs> look at me. Uh, but you know, it, <laughs> that's that's how I'm, well, I got a great bedside manner. Mm-hmm. That know? is such. Can I say that's such a magical realism retelling of your life experience this morning? Mm-hmm. 
is the man who tried to fly and blow, <laughs> broke every limb yeah, and is now in the ER going, look at me. Yeah, Kevin's just Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I yeah. can't fly. <laughs> but, you know, so I'll say this as a broken person, though, is, is, is gratefulness is a powerful tool for your own mental sanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it, it, it's easy, it's fucking easy mm-hmm. to be pissed off and sad about the reality that you're living right now. Uh, but you're and it's probably you're more better than that. It's probably more honest, and we all know that. But like that shit that's gay is gonna help you survive. Absolutely. So you don't be addicted to the real. Don't live in the desert of the real. Yeah. You know. I mean, empathy and understanding uh, of, of of this shit is is important. There's there's nothing more. I think that's why AA works is because somebody says, "Hey, I'm struggling mm-hmm. in a room full of people struggling with the same shit." Uh, and and often when you express that stuff, you will find some allies, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, woke people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, don't just stop. You're not going to change the world either. Just try to fix your fucking self. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I can I have the floor and close this out? Yeah, and go and for be it. genuine. Yeah, close I, it. Up. I I do want to close out on a nice ramble. Yeah, if that's okay with you. Oh fuck! I wanted to do it this time. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, so I have the floor now for the rest of the episode. Right. And well, then you I, can... I don't. We can't. You don't have the floor for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, well why let's... don't you let him make it? He's going to be genuine for the first time. While let Ben make a grand I... statement and then close us out. Um, I had a massive realization this week, and I don't want this to be a forty-minute conversation. That's this is why I decided to do it at close because otherwise it get boring. Uh, but, Wait, uh, can you somehow work in a five-star review into this story? <laughs> I will. Wait, yeah, what, yeah. About so Ke- what about Kevin does the outro right now, and then we do Ben's thing Yeah, yeah. real quick? I just want to say, hey, if you enjoy the episode, please say, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out a ton. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you want to give us some money for, uh, for what we do here. Uh, we're desperate and sad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we appreciate it, and we'll throw out some extra content periodically. Um, but I'm so depressed that it's hard to get it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, Jace puts out new drawings every day, so consider that you know for free, mm-hmm. you fuckers. You know, buy some of his merch. Uh, sad drawings by Jace on Instagram, uh, and uh, follow Brain Jail Pod and whatnot, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. And uh, you know, just uh, if if we've helped you, you know, help us out. All right. Uh, I want. I had a massive realization this week that my personality really wears on people, and it's very grating, and it's hard to know me. Uh, often because not only do I have massive mood swings, which we all do, but the fact that I don't open up about my how I feel and I don't ask people how they're feeling. Uh, I, I realized that so many of my problems in my life could be fixed if 30 minutes a week I was just a fucking human being mm-hmm. with yeah. people who are close to me. And I want to apologize to both of you and everyone who I've ever known for not for not realizing how much that war on people in my life and how much that sucked for them to have to deal with my bullshit when it when it came to oh I, it's too painful for me to be a human being because i just want to basically as jay said i'm supposed to be the guy on 4chan in his mom's basement <laughs> drinking soda and like go- having a goon station mm-hmm. set up and i'm not supposed to like try to survive in this world so it's hard for me to be a human but I'm real. I feel really bad, and I'm really sorry. And I'm really, really trying to work on like actually being a fucking actual, like a human, like an actual normal human being, even if it's just for thirty minutes a week. Just like I want to be more present and be a person. And I, I didn't realize how much it really does uh, suck sometimes to uh, have me in your life. 
Um, and I love you guys a lot. Oh, you can't. No, no, no. Wait, can I say no, one thing yeah. back, though? Because okay. we can't talk about it as soon as the mic shut off because it's weird. Yeah, just what, what, come on. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Just briefly, two statements from us, and then we can close out. I just want to say I, I appreciate you saying that. I just want to let you know. At no point in your life was, at no point in my life was you being in it a, a burden ever. And I, I, I appreciate you. that. That's I, the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've, you being in my life is definitely a positive. So I, I love you and I, I appreciate you saying that. I love you too. Yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Stop it. No. So, uh, wait, what did, what brought you to, what happened that made you have that realization? Just like I haven't slept for like five days and I've just had a lot of time to think about stuff. And I've talked with a friend from back home who's very similar to me, uh, my friend John. And we just had a lot of back and forth about like, why do we just want to raise hell? Why do we just want to? Why do we fuck off? Why do we make people feel shitty? Why do we? And I just had a long back and forth where I was just kind of just getting to the bottom of this shit. And someone close to me reached out and was like, hey, it sucks that you never like ask me like about my personal life or how things are going. Um, And I just want I'm trying. I'm trying to like be an actual fucking human. I'm I'm trying. I don't feel I mean, it hasn't been that bad. And you were one of the people that made me start thinking about this, Kevin, because you told me like two weeks ago. So wait, I told you what? When you were like, I need you. And I was like, what? Why does someone need me? What the fuck's going on? This is weird. Why? Why would someone need me to right. be their friend? Can't they just like uh, uh, burrow every feeling they've ever had deep within their heart and just like, you know, sleep two hours a night and like, uh, you know, have bouts where they just like, can't stop thinking about blowing their brains out in the garage? Yeah. Can they just be fucking normal like me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, yeah, you're trying to be Bobcat Goldthwait all the time. Right, right, exactly. You know? And I think uh, learning to take your guard down is good, but it's true, man. I do, uh, I, uh, yeah, I do need you, man. I need, uh, I need friends. I need you guys too, and I need friends, and I'm tired of, I just feel really lonely out here. Yeah. I feel really lonely in the city, and I went to, on a rant to you, Kevin, the other day about how much I really hate the people in the city. Right. Um, but uh, it's going to be okay, and I have people in my life I need, and I just need to start like actually uh, just being okay with that pain, that really bad fucked up half hour pain of just like, how was your day? Fuck <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's I like that. You your hair looks good. Fuck <laughs> Christ. Clearly talking about Katie. It can't just be, you know, in words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't just be like the nine eleven of in words and right. I'm gay. And well, it, it's it I, can't be all peppy and uh, fucking. Well, uh, I'm retarded and I eat shit and I'm it to be like shit to lie I'm all gay. day every day. I want tits and is exhausting. Uh, and I think that's what a personality is is a, is kind of a lie. You know what I mean? If you stick to it, because I think people are vast and deep and uh, they have varying like there's varying bits in their in their personality that's, you know, based on their life experience. So if you pick one and you just keep doing it, I think it, it, it will be to your, you know, your own detriment. I'm, I'm I mean, that's that's good. I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I, I love you a lot, Kevin. <clears throat> I love you, too, buddy. And I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gay, gay. What gay. were you gonna say? I'll let you say it. 
Oh, I, no, I'm just going to say uh, that I'll know you love me when we finally go camping together. <laughs> it's Jay. not happening in a million years. It's not a million years. We'll see, bro. Jay Overload. Breach. Portable bed. I'm going to fuck you in a tent. It's going to be great. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to take my dick in the back of the Oh, God! They're going to know I'm dumb. dumb.